If you're ready to say goodbye to being a boss babe or hustling 24-7, welcome to Life in Business. This is the podcast for women just like you who want an easy and effective way to grow your business that's built around genuine work-life balance, not growing a million-pound empire. I'm your podcast host, Libby Langley, award-winning business coach and Amazon best-selling author, known as the queen of easy business because of my sensible and easy-to-implement ways to earn more by doing less. In Life in Business, I share with you how to make small but effective tweaks, how to be confident in your business decisions, and how to make a healthy and guilt-free profit doing exactly what you love the most without working 14 hours a day. Get ready to make your dreams a reality. Here's this week's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Life in Business with me, Libby Langley. I wanted to talk to you today about routine. Hmm, it's an interesting one because we all need some sort of structure and routine in our lives. But actually, we could be sending ourselves kind of, you know, up the garden path, really, with a, by following a routine that just doesn't really work for us or our businesses. But because we are you know, from the corporate world or because we've always always done it like that, we still have these weird, like, you know, business hangover, <laughs> corporate hangover kind of routines or family inherited routines that we follow that actually make zero sense and possibly make us miserable. And as you know, I do not want anybody to be miserable at all. Um, oh, I've just got to tell you a little aside here that has just popped into my head. Um, and the reason it's popped into my head, because what I'm talking to you about today really is something that I talk about in my book, Life in Business. If you've not read it, then go to Amazon and you can get it on Kindle or in paperback. But, and this, my, this podcast episode today is a really um, big extension of what I talk about on page 83 in the book. But anyway, just wanted to say about positivity and kind of not toxic positivity, but just genuine, you know, like people being happy. And it's relevant to the book. And my dad has some friends, group of group of friends that they've all been friends since school. And I mean, they've been friends for, I don't know, 70 plus years. Um, my dad's in his 80s now and they're all in their 80s and they meet up every few months. And one of the guys, he, one of my dad's friends, he's always been very high up in academia and is a bit of a wordsmith and all of this. And he said the sweetest thing to my dad that he said... Um, I bought Libby's book and I read it and I loved the positive messages that came out of it. And <laughs> it's just, isn't it just the most adorable thing? So, you know, somebody who's a really high up, well, retired now, obviously, but high up academic who spent his life kind of looking at language and words and all of that and bought my book just because he's known me since I was born and read it. I mean, he's clearly not my target audience because my you are my target audience, right? And But I just thought that was the sweetest thing. And what was so lovely is that the, the kind of the positivity and how to just be happier in business and, and in life was what he took out of the, the book. So it doesn't matter who you are, then you can always get something out of it. But that's, I digress. That was an aside, but it's just, just something that happened recently that was just such a really lovely thing and that I, I wanted to share because I'm really proud of it. So let's talk about routine and structure. Now, 
I come from quite a structured background in that, I mean, family life, right? My parents have certain drinks at certain times of the day. <laughs> um, you know, we have a joke in our wider family about coffee time. When someone says they're going to be somewhere at coffee time, everybody knows that it's between 10, 13, 11. And it's, and it, you know, it's kind of a, a standing joke because that's when my parents have their coffee, right? And there's a cup of tea at, what, I don't know, in bed, then one with breakfast, and then one after lunch, and then one mid-afternoon, and, uh, you know, and, and there's so much structure and routine there, which is, it, it, it's fine, you know, it works for them, whatever, they're happy. But I am very much of the, I'm very opposite to that. And so I will, generally speaking, have three drinks on the go. I might have 10 cups of peppermint tea, so no caffeine, a day, whenever I feel like having them, um, drink loads of water and, and there is no structural routine to that so it's completely different and there's kind of no right or wrong with any of this it's about what works with for you and it but it's about recognizing that you're doing something that doesn't work for you or you are making conscious choices okay that's the difference here is, is about conscious choices and it really, really applies to business just enormously. And it's not just about when you have tea breaks or not, but it's about the, the structure and routine that you put for yourself in your business and the reason for that, okay? I want to get a bit of, kind of a bit deeper, I suppose, today. And so when you think about your working day, your working week, is it built on stuff that you did in your you know, pre business owning days in your corporate life. And I would imagine that some of the things are, right? They look at working hours, for example. You know, nine to five. Everybody understands what the concept of nine to five is. And it is quite hard to think differently when you have your own business. But nine to five, or variations of, may not suit you in the slightest, there was a guy that I, well, a guy I'm still friends with, but a guy that I met, oh, I'd probably been in business a year or two, so I've known him for over a decade. And he's a hugely successful business owner. He was actually, he won an award that I used to, I used to run a social media awards ceremony every year for three years. And he actually won one of the, one of the awards because of the way he dealt, he, oh, the magic he did with his social media. And then subsequent to that, perhaps not influenced by that, but subsequent to that, he actually went on to Dragon's Den and got investment. And then they helped him build up to sell his business and he sold his business and kind of, you know, semi-retired before he was 30. Phenomenal, right? This is a few years ago now. Absolutely phenomenal and inspirational and all of this. But the point of me telling you about him is that I remember the first time we sort of talked about his business a bit more. And like I said, it could be 10 years ago this, a while ago. And he said to me that he rarely started work between like before like 10 or 11 in the morning and he stayed up late and you know and I was like oh my god you can do that and he had a team who worked with him like I say quite a big business but he worked for he still worked from home the team weren't he he didn't really you know that's the way that suited him and I just thought wow what a maverick. And I was quite new and green in business then and just never even thought that there could be anything different to being first in the office, last out of the office and all of this. I mean, it's just horrible. I'm, yeah, yeah, you know, I've shared my experience of how I built a business that was basically the job I left. <laughs> and so it changed it all. And you can read all about that in 
in my book or actually in episode one of this of this podcast there's I, I talk about that about that quite candidly too but there is you know quite early on I got examples of people who are massively more successful in business than I was and who really inspired me but who just did this they did things differently and I've never forgotten that and that lesson at all actually and once I did make the decision to that having a, an office and having staff wasn't right for me. And I was not happy doing that. So I think that was 2015, I made all the changes there and went back to working from home. And since then, I've actually been, I'm I'm much more conscious. Um, I think much more carefully about what act, what suits me in business and what I want my routine and structure to be. For example, evenings, I don't like doing stuff in the evenings. You know, evening networking, occasionally, but really, honestly, I'm tired in the evening. I like to spend time with my husband. I like to sit and watch telly, you know. <laughs> I like watching documentaries on Netflix. And I don't I don't like doing stuff in the evening. And I certainly don't do client stuff in the evening because it's not when I'm it's not when I'm fresh and it's not when I, you know, when I choose to to kind of do stuff. And that's okay. You know, it's okay to say, right mornings are the best for me or afternoons are the best for me or evenings are the best for me and just to work around that you know all of this is all right because it's your flipping business so you know you can you can do what you like so you don't need to be at your desk for 9am you don't need to sit there until 5pm even if you've kind of done all your stuff because as we all know if you work from home and you're on your own a lot of the time oh my goodness you can rattle through things So what would have taken you an entire day in the corporate world because distractions, conversations, phone ring, whatever, actually you could probably do in like two or three hours on your own. We don't necessarily give ourselves credit for that, that we don't have to work as many hours necessarily because simply we can just get on with stuff more. And that's okay. So, you know, you might think, do you know what? I'm going to choose my working hours are 10 till 3 every day. My working hours are 10 till 2 every day. And I bet you, if you set that as your structure, you would get, you know, almost the same amount done. Because we all know that the expression, which I'm not keen on, but we all know it, that if you want something done, give it to somebody who works part-time <laughs> because they'll get it done, right? So so there's a, there's an example there of somebody, you know, very early on in my business who did things different, who really inspired me. And I will say now my routine, now I my business is, is very much simplified and I just work one-to-one with people and I limit the amount of calls that I have with people per week. My clients come first and then calls that I have with people who are potentially interested in, in us working together, there's only a certain number of those available each week because I don't want my days filled with calls. I find them I find them incredibly inspiring, but I also find them absolutely exhausting. And so I know what works for me now and I know how I want my business to, to look and to operate. So I get up, oh God, and don't even start me on the 5 a.m., things you know if you've read my book then you will know <laughs> you will know how I feel about 5am starts no thank you it ain't gonna me make me um, more focused more determined or a better business owner it, it's gonna mean that by 10 o'clock I want to go back to bed it's counterproductive it's not for me okay and that too is all right okay so my routine is <clears throat> I tend to wake up you know I guess around when my husband 
gets up, wakes up. So, you know, 7.30 or so. Um, I probably wake up during the week. But then I do stuff. I, I, I sort of start working straight away because I will have woken up with some ideas or something. Or there'll be some conversations to have with people. Um, so I tend to spend the next hour or so actually responding to messages, um, catching up on comments on my social media. And I know there was people out there who say that's a terrible way to start your day. But for me, it kind of focuses me and clears things because I'm not trying to then go into work knowing that there's people who have sent me messages that I've not replied to. For me, it's a really, it's a really productive start to the day. And then I'll get up and I'll go and have my breakfast and then I'll have a shower. And by then I will have, um, you know, I'll kind of worked through whatever needs working through in my head when I wake up. And so I probably actually get to my desk at 10-ish um, or so. And I might have a call at 10 o'clock or I might have a day where I'm recording podcasts or something like that, um, like like today. Or I might just not be working that day, whichever. But I don't make appointments with people before 10 a.m. Consciously, I don't want to, because if I've got a call at nine, it just upsets my routine, right? It upsets my, what, equilibrium and... It, I, it puts me out of kilter. And I know that now and I accept that now. And that's okay. And that might not work for you. But, you know, if it does, amazing. We're um, two peas in a pod there. But it does. it's okay to do that. And what's interesting is that at the moment, my husband is um, is at home more than normal. And so he's not getting up and going out as early as he was or even at all. And I've said to him, I said to him today, I said, this is my routine. This is what I do. And having him here has made me realise, made me be more conscious of actually kind of the, the steps I need to go through in the morning or the steps I like to go through in the morning. And they're different to his. And at the weekends, it's different. You know, we're together and we love being together and, and we we have our own sort of weekend structure and routine to a certain extent. Right? It generally revolves around breakfast, food. <laughs> but yeah, having him here has highlighted how how I like to be in the morning and how I need to be in the morning to kind of set me up for my day. And I'm realising more and more that it is quite far away now from, from my from my corporate days. You know, I was at the office, I was, I was in the office always by half seven. Um, nah, I ain't out of bed at half seven. So, and that's all right. You know, that it neither is a measure of success or failure at all. And since, like I say, since I simplified my business, I have even more embraced actually how I like to work and how I like to to be and it's liberating absolutely liberating and the thing for you to remember is that you get to choose yeah you don't need to sit at your desk from 9 a.m to 5 p.m you do not need to do that you don't even need to sit at a flipping desk if you don't want to you can work from wherever you want if you work better in a coffee shop go to a coffee shop if you work better in bed stay in bed it honestly does not matter this is your business and how you structure it is absolutely up to you nobody needs to know if you don't want them to it's nobody else's business this is about you being the most efficient and effective and happy 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 that you can possibly be in your business that is what matters and finding systems that work for you, finding structure that works for you is really important. So even just like the way you file stuff, 
you know, it might not make sense to anybody else, but it's your brain. It's you that's got to find it again. So just just choose just choose what what works for you. And also, habits and routine are quite important. Now, I am heavily reliant on post-it notes or putting things in my calendar if I need to remember them. They won't. I'll, I'll forget. I will just forget. Or if I've not written it down or put it in the calendar, I'm trying to hold hold it in my head. So I'm holding too much space for just something that I need to remember. Like when my husband says to me, can you remind me to, and I'm like, no, I'm not holding that in my head. You, if it's a thing that you need to do, you need to, <laughs> you need to remember it. And this is just about keeping my head free and available for the things that I need to keep it free and available for. And I realise all our brains work differently, but for me, that's, you know, that's that's okay. Do you need to remember something? You blooming well remember it, mate. So, but one piece of structure that I do have in terms of creating content, and I have realised that this does work extremely well for me, is I will record my podcast. Hello, here I am recording now. And then immediately afterwards, I will record the snippet, um, which is up to a minute of me you know, kind of like a promo video, right? That I put out on Instagram as a reel the day that the podcast go, goes live. But it could have been recorded two, three weeks in advance, depending on where I am in, in the schedule, in my schedule for recording stuff. But I always do it straight afterwards because I remember what I've talked about. <laughs> and sometimes my notes might not make, make sense two weeks down the line. But I remember what I've talked about. I'm enthusiastic about the topic. And I can succinctly say this is why you need to listen to this, okay? So for me, that's a system that works well for me. And then I send it off to be edited and and that. But, but if I don't record that snippet for social media straight away, I won't be able to do it. I, I just would have forgotten. It just won't be. Or I'll be like, right, I've got to listen to the episode to remember what I was talking about. And ain't nobody got time for that, right? So it is, for me, that's a, a structure and a system that works really well, a routine that works really well. And when we're talking about marketing here, there will be some kind of crazy, ridiculous rules that you have imprinted on yourself without even, even realising it. I am fairly sure of that. So, for example... You might think that you need to share a reel on Instagram every day at 8am or you're never going to get any new clients. Not true. Not true. There's anecdotal and data-driven um, uh, data. driven data. Yeah, um, okay. Data-driven <laughs> something. <laughs> data-driven reports that um, post at what time you post on on social media doesn't really make that much difference these days. And that didn't used to be the case that that is now. So, you know, don't tie yourself to something that isn't necessarily going to make any difference. And if actually it suits you better, I mean, obviously you can schedule all this stuff, but if it suits you better to post something in the evening, post it in the evening and you'll see, you'll see from your data, your own data and your own analytics, what makes the difference, okay? But you don't have to post every day. <gasps> Big news, you don't have to post every day and you don't have to do things at the same time every day. It's what works for you. Caveat to that, consistency is still the best thing to grow your audience, grow your number of clients, 
grow your reputation and your authority, consistency. But consistency doesn't have to be every day, right? Consistency can be three times a week. Consistency can be the topic that you're talking about. Consistency can be just showing up and being the expert in a certain thing. Okay, It doesn't have to be quite so linear or regimented as you might first think about it. And I know one thing that I did, because... I do develop these kind of routines and and habits. That's just how my brain is. But like I say, trying to be more conscious as to which ones are good ones and which ones are just utterly ridiculous. I used, many years ago, I used to send an email to my list every Saturday. And I went, I tried and tested it. This is when I had a team. We tried and tested it. And Saturday was, was got the biggest open rate. And what we basically said, we used to blog three times a week. And the Saturday email was... Here are the blogs for the week. Click here to read this one. Click here to read this one. And people used to say, those emails are brilliant. Yeah, get really good. I love, I look forward to receiving them. So then as I've changed over the years, because that was years ago. So over the years, as I've changed the way I do my email marketing, I was still like, well, Saturday's work. It's like, that was years ago. It was a different topic, sort of a business, different business to a certain extent. And maybe you don't need to do that. (laughs) <laughs> and I put, I actually put out a poll, I think on my stories or on LinkedIn, I forget, to say, you know, when's the best day for you to get an email? And of course, the resounding answer was, honestly, I don't care as long as the content's good and you, you, you know, it happens consistently, I'm going to read it. And it's just like, of course, that's what people say, because it doesn't matter, because for the most part, people don't necessarily realize what days things happen it's just that that is good to have that consistency so I stopped doing that you know I stopped doing the Saturday lunchtime thing and my interest my interest rates my open rates went up and you know everything was much better just because I allowed myself to break with the routine that I'd been living with because it worked once years ago it doesn't make any sense you know when I say it all out loud it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And the most important thing to remember here is this is your business and it's what works for you. So be honest with yourself about when you actually want to work. And you might still you might still want to work, you know, 7 hours a day. That's up to you. But start when you want to start. Finish when you want to finish. Split it up how it actually works for you. Do a split shift, you know, do a bit at lunchtime and then a bit in, e- in the evening. It does not matter as long as the work, you know, as long as you do what you need to do. So set your working hours to suit you and be honest about how you want to, to work. Develop habits and routine that are beneficial to both you and your business. And if, like me, you need to do stuff straight away or you've forgotten about it or you end up with a big pile of post-it notes and notes that you can't work out what they mean, do it straight away. Do your your snippet for social media immediately after recording your podcast. You know, that those kind of things can actually save you time, effort and energy in the long run. But you need to make the conscious decision that that is the routine you're going to get, you're going to get into, you're going to implement in your business. And never feel like you should do anything. Be Go wild, go crazy, make this the business oh my goodness, shape the business that you absolutely could thought you could only dream of, yeah? Make it exactly what you want to be and be proud that you have a business 
that is exactly what you want it to be. I mean, goodness me, that that that's worth so much, isn't it? Just having something that you kind of don't need to think about being in or working in or running because it just fits with your normal, you know, like your circadian rhythm, rhythms, the, the kind of sleep patterns that we have and where your energy sits and all of that. And honestly, your business will be more successful because you're working in tune with yourself and not against yourself and trying to make yourself fit a mold that's corporate, that's isn't the reason that you started your business in the first place, okay? So create routines that work for you and you are more likely to stick to them and you are more likely to succeed in business. And that's what we want you to do. Ah, business success is the is the ultimate goal, but it's got to be a happy, 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 happy business and a business that satisfies you and, and yeah and gives you gives you comfort inspires you and one that you want to continue working in and don't resent and start to hate because if you feel like that you might as well go get a job and then you'll get paid you know uh, a monthly salary guaranteed you'll get paid holidays and you'll get a pension so <laughs> if your business ain't making you happy then you know go get a job but it's been really good to talk to you about this today and like I say there's there's a lot more information about that in my book Life in Business you can find it on Amazon and I hope that you are inspired by this episode to look at what you are actually doing and when and think hmm why is this does this work for me am I doing this just because I think I should do it and yeah rip up the rule book and do what works for you and go forth and be happy in your business. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.